Bunun için zor bu var. Yeah, we both good. If you can hear me. Uh, right, 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 right. Welcome to the Steelwood Podcast. I don't even want to call it that today, because I'm in, in in the presence of a god, in the presence of, of greatness, in the presence of. I actually have to lower down my voice to show a sign of respect. I'm in the presence of the greatest of them all, one of the the closest chances we have to ever bring a Grammy to 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 to, to the to the motherland. To the Teapot Country, I'm yeah. here with Malcolm Mufunde, the Album of the Year award-winning artist, the Verse of the Year award-winning artist, the trending on Twitter of the year. Uh, he's too dope and he's too dangerous, but he's Mr. Catch Me If You Can. Niggas don't see him, niggas don't know him, niggas have never seen him in a video. Niggas just don't know him. They just know him as a meme and with crazy music. What's good, my brother? What's happening? That intro. Oh, how do you feel about the intro? Oh, keep going. I love love the intro. Thank you so much. That's that's too much responsibility. Ah, they they they. Well, I'd love to win a Grammy someday, but it's coming. It's coming. Definitely, definitely, definitely. It's just a matter of time. It's just a and actually, Grammy people just put certain things on pedestals. Even a a Nama is the same thing as a Grammy because where we come from. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. it's it's literally the same thing. It's just that, that it's coming from overseas and whatever this, that, and the third. But talk to me, my brother. What's going? How are you? How are you feeling? How's the new year? How how are you personally? How are you? Um, I'm doing much better. Uh, yeah. since uh, the time was back, much much better. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think time just does its thing and mm. I, I guess uh, it's all seasonal you know sometimes yeah. you're down sometimes you're okay so I think I'm in my okay phase now uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing I'm doing quite quite okay that's fair that's fair, that's if you, fair. I think I think I think a great judge of where my mental health is mm. is my um, is my Twitter presence if I'm tweeting much yeah. I, I'm kind of Okay. 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 Like this deep So if you're if you're down, you ghost. I just ghost. I just ghost. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Cause I wanted to have this. I was like, which angle am I going to take this? Cause you're one of the greatest from our country, hands down. Some people know it. Some people don't know it. Some people listen to hip hop. Some people don't listen to hip hop. But you are like the true representation. And you're embedded with rap as its core and from its origins and what it represents and what it should represent. So I was like, should I go the music route? I'm like, nah, it's gonna go far. It's gonna go get get Grammys. It's gonna go get Namas. It's gonna. Everyone wants to sit down with them now. This that and the third. So people will be asking all these questions. So for my one, for my one, who reference to music, but we're talking about you as a person. Because niggas don't do that. You end up going on ZFM, they're talking about the music. You go away, they're talking about the music. So I'm going to take it in a different direction. And we're going to get to know each other. And we're going to explain certain things and understand certain things. And 
if you guys don't know, he's a very, very intellectual person. His music is ridiculous, and he's even more. His IQ is competing with Albert Einstein. So he's up there. You get on there and say he's up there for real. So the first question, the first question. So we're going to have, I want it to be a, a conversation, to be a dialogue, not really an interview where I ask yeah. questions and you reply. Yeah. yeah. You get what I mean? I have it that way too, yeah. Yeah. So my first question is, uh, the thing that actually got to me, the thing that made me get stuck on you was the way you were not scared to speak about how you feel. So I first heard you speak on a space on Twitter. Then I went into the music and I felt and I listened and I heard that it was the same thing with the music. How did you get to a point where coming from where we come from, it's hard to be vulnerable. It's hard to express yourself. It's hard to actually explain what you're going through to people or even just to put it out there because people end up using it against you number one number two people end up yeah. looking at you as weak people end up saying if you're a nigger if you're a that's what everyone says you get what i'm trying to say so is it your upbringing what makes you to be able and your missus came and she testified as well she's like i really fell in love with this guy because of, I didn't even know the nigga made music because of his personality and who he is, what he likes, what he doesn't like. And she was constantly emphasizing on how you express yourself as a person and how you let all your feelings known and your likes, your dislikes, and whatever the case may be. So, how did you get to be that type of person? Um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not very candid. I wouldn't, I wouldn't present myself as that, but mm. uh, people super close to me, no, I'm heavily opinionated, but I'm in a space now where I have to, like, watch what I say, be careful of how I present myself, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I'm that open to, to everyone. So, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just stay in neutrality or just don't speak at all, especially if I realize that there could be a negative repercussion to that. But um, from, a, from a musical uh, point of view, mm-hmm. I always... Um, genuinely got attracted to to stories or to albums or to songs uh, by artists who were like sharing a huge part of themselves mm. in the music and uh, growing up like um, my introduction to Zimbabwean hip hop yeah. was the Monetis and uh, Cynic and uh, there was a guy called there's a guy Matrix, yeah, he's like the rapper's rapper, the ultimate rapper's rapper in Zimbabwe. Mm. Doesn't record music, it doesn't do anything, but he just walks around freestyling and everything. And the same experiences, they'll tell you about him. He's that good. Mm. So these guys are like my inspirations. But um, as much as I, I, I think uh, even in the in the new song that we just dropped with Lou J, uh, mm. shout out to Lou, grateful. Mm. Uh, I, I share that uh, that love and I just give them their flowers. So it's Monetsi, it's Begotten Son, it's Cynic. Mm. But in as much as I love Monetsi because a huge portion of my discography is just punchline rap because mm. that's what I got attracted to most. That's mm. what I enjoyed most. But whenever someone would sit me down and ask me, like, what are your favorite songs? 
I realized that I would gravitate towards stuff like Cynics Muripo mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and stuff like Bigoden Sons, uh, Mugarandoga, Loneliness. And these are people talking about depression. These are people talking about like uh, familiar problems and um, familiar problems. I mean, and I guess it just spoke to me in such a different way as in mm. it doesn't mean I relate necessarily because the structures of uh, their own mental health and their own depression and their own families are different from mine but somehow art has the power to just put you in their shoes and sort of walk with them and feel it and I always wanted to you know to have my own vision of that to do my own vision of that mm. but I never had the problem uh or maybe i wasn't mature enough to mm. recognize them or have this self-awareness that uh those guys had so a huge part of my discography my early discography is me faking stuff i was writing about depression that i was not going through i was writing about uh problems at home that weren't there i was writing about you know poverty that i really didn't have like mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. with yeah and it just felt so inauthentic um not to say i wasn't depressed but i presented it in a way where i tried to exaggerate things i tried to talk about suicide before mm. i had even heard uh, a suicide attempt mm. you know so I, I, I could say that I always wanted to try to have people like feel what cynic and them made me feel. Yeah. And I guess, like we said, uh, it's that time just does things. I yeah. finally got to that place. Start experiencing those things, you know. Mm. And it, it sucks because one could say I probably manifested them, you know, mm. which I because that just sucks that I brought this on myself. But um, musically, I then just stuck to... I I then, like, pivoted. I'm still the punchline poet, and um, I I, I still love punchlines. But it it sort of just gave me this other avenue to explore, like, hey, yo, Marco, this is now time for you to say something bigger than... I am the best rapper and I can do this with words. How about you just tell the story? And I think the first time that I've really, really done that uh, was, um, I, I tried it uh, on 2020, there, were, there was myself and everything, but the first time that I really, really explored that part of me was Ekaya, the album, and that's why uh, I really, really uh, feel fondly mm. about it because um it was uh, it was a coming of age uh, sort of album where I was like, okay, I've done all this, but now let me tell you about myself. Mm. And yeah, I guess that just inspired me to start putting out music like that more. Even in Treasure, there's like good old days. I start talking about that, mm. and yeah, that's where we at. And personally, I I I, I guess I'm just someone who's like, if you're willing to listen to me, I'll just I'll just tell you things about me. Like if I if I'm comfortable, because you know some some. So one of the solutions to not solutions necessarily, but what helps with what we go through is mm. having a friend that's to talk to. So whenever I feel like I'm comfortable, I'm in a safe space with someone. Trust me, I'll just go off. So mm. that's what probably.
about herself because I'm like, oh, this is a safe space. Maybe it's time that I just have someone to tell this to. And I'm glad that I have a very, very strong support system around me mm. and friends who are willing to listen. And um, I'm sorry, I'm doing the Kate Williams thing where it's one question and I go on around. <laughs> no, it's good. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because I knew that it was going to go like that, which is why I've actually... <laughs> I'll ask big questions yeah. so that you can break them down and go, which is, and keep yeah. going so that I don't keep interrupting you, which is fire, which is fire. So, which then takes us to the next question, which is, when did you start understanding about depression, about anxiety, about suicidal thoughts, and understanding these mental health issues? Because for me, uh, I grew up in a way where I was looked out for. I wasn't really raised. I was made, they made sure that I had what I needed, but they didn't put in the craft, in the work to show the love, to actually make me into a full, well-rounded human being. They just made sure that I was catered for. You get what I'm saying? If the school fees there, yeah, sometimes if the money's not there, you're getting sent home, but there was no hug. No one will tell you everything will be fine. No one will tell you well done. No one will tell you you get on and say maybe I probably just needed a hug. Yeah. So I went through life like that. Uh, lost my mom when I lost my mom. She passed away in front of me. Ridiculousness at a young age as well. Then now by the time I was like 20, 21, now all these things that happened, the trauma and everything started coming back because you have to deal with these things. You can avoid them. You can have coping mechanisms but at some point in time, it's going to hit you like a ton of bricks and you have to deal with it and you have to face it because now it'll be, do you'll be doing it to your girl, you'll be doing it to your friends, you'll be doing it to your parents or whoever is around you. You now start lashing out, you start doing things and you wonder where is it coming from because we grew up in survival mode. You get what I'm trying to say? It's, you need food, you need to make sure you're okay for today and everything else. So now I got the privilege, God bless me, came from the hood, now you are placed into a first world country. So it's a culture shock as well. Everything has changed. And now you are starting to do and think deeply about certain things and experiences. And I got to a point where now I was depressed. Because now there's a bunch of trauma that I'm trying to, I've been suppressing for years that I'm trying to deal with. There's new environment of new people that I'm actually dealing with. Some of them I don't like. Some of them don't like how I am because I'm too blunt. I'm too whatever. You grow up in school where you roast each other and it's fine. Here, if you roast someone, you're getting, you lose your job. You get fired. You can't be roasting people. You need yeah. to be professional. You get what I'm trying to say? So that all that adjustment, all that everything happening at the same time, then I didn't know depression. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know mental health issues. Until a friend of mine actually called me like, yo, fam, I'm going to have a talk with you. And I don't know if you know this, but I think you're depressed. Because I used to talk to him on a daily basis, like or every other day. He's like, I think you're depressed. Then I read into it. Then I started understanding things. That's when I realized, no, I was actually depressed because my mind was in a box and I couldn't get out of that box. And now everything seemed as if it was caving in. And it got to a point where I uploaded my suicide to a team. I've never done it. I've never attempted it. But I knew that I was going to do this. I'd get this and do that. Go there, go there. Everything to a team. It was just the right moment. Then I'm going to do it. Because I felt as if I'm wasting air. I felt as if my purpose of what God me put on planet Earth to do and 
where I am and what I'm doing if I'm not aligning. So I'm wasting air. I might as well die so that I create space for another person to come and use that oxygen. That was my mentality. That was my mind. And it got so deep now because you feel like people don't really care about you. You feel like, oh, I'm a G. I can't be, I have to fight. I'm, I stand tall. I'm, I'm a real nigga. I can't be telling people how I feel. So I have to get through this. I have to deal with this. So it's building up as well. You're about to explode because you're going through all these things and just keeping it in, keeping it in, keeping it in. Obviously, at some point in time, you're going to explode. So that's when I started understanding that. When I started seeking help, then I went back to Christ. This, that, and the dead. The story goes on and on. Then I got healed. Then I started understanding certain things. Then I started getting help in certain ways. Then I started becoming more vulnerable in understanding and leaning towards improvement and now i'm in a better space and i don't think but just like addiction yeah my drugs or alcoholism they'll tell you if you go to those cc's aaa meetings or whatever they're called they'll tell you you can be 10 years sober and they'll give you that cheap but it's a disease it's a sickness you can come back after 10 years you can still start drinking today so i think it's like that with mental health as well you can be okay for years and you can be thinking that i'm now stable or whatever but it might take that one situation that will tip you over and take you back to that scenario. So I'm sharing this so that I just allow you and make you feel at home and actually go deep and dive deep from in deeper detail on how you started realizing these things and how you feel like when you're rapping about it because it's something that you're seeing or something that you enjoyed to actually leaving it, to actually getting to the suicide point to getting all this, I want you to actually go deeper. But these are mad important conversations, but we never have them because niggas is, if you're in Zim, niggas saying they're hustling, they're looking for money and whatever. So, or they're listening to music or they're going out to drink. So we never really come together as men, as Zim men to say, guys, the country's it's been given to the dogs, the country is rubbish or things are hard or whatever the case may be. But how does that make you feel? How do you feel? How do you feel, Malcolm? How do you feel, Denzel? We never have those conversations. So we want to start now and use this as an example as we are going forward. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so I just want to start off with, uh, I'm sorry to hear about your mom, God bless her. And um, I sort of have a feeling of how, how tough uh, that might be. Uh, you know, just recently, um, someone on Twitter was, um, uh, they started, um, they were quoting uh, Jay Electronica's All Praises You to Allah first uh, mm-hmm. from a written testimony mm-hmm. where he was talking about exes on my phone, uh, read them all day long, uh, the day my mama died, whatever. And, you know, uh, my, my mom's still with me. I'm, I'm at her house right now. Mm-hmm. It's sorry for the big. No, that's fine, that's fine. We'll clear it up. Yeah. So I was just I I I immediately went to send a message like must we say, you mm. know, like and if that because just the thought so I can't help but feel how um for you and uh many others how difficult mm. uh, that is imagine to uh to, to how 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 difficult that is or I can't act like I understand how deep that pain is but I do resonate with how dire the situation can make one feel so uh, I'm glad you 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 came up from uh, came out from it much much stronger mm. and um, I think that's something to be grateful for 
But uh, the first question was, uh, you had asked, Kuti, when did I realize or mm-hmm. how did I that getting grasp of the feelings? Yes. I don't think I have, to be honest. I, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm work in progress. I'm, I, I, I have a much better appreciation of it now than I did when it started, but I, I simply don't really know what it is I'm dealing with because um, I have noticed that the times I have felt the worst, like in terms of my mental health, was when I was doing so well in every other aspect of my life, mm. which is weird, right? Because um, when I was doing well in school, mm. I was accepting basically every other avenue. That's where my mental health was right in the pits. Right recently, I was I'm like, the Zimi Papa was, hey, Mark, been working this long for this and you're getting the recognition if people are starting to listen to you and i'm like yeah that's when my brain chooses to be like now we go down and i've noticed some i I always say like the way i i approached depression was i thought it was a lack of something uh be it material immaterial um one never knows, but I just felt like there was something I needed. So maybe it's money. Maybe if I get a car. Maybe if I get a girlfriend. Maybe if I get, maybe if I get a great job. Maybe you know, you always think, oh, I could watch great movies. Maybe if I could make great art, that would go away. That's what I'm missing. So when you finally get all those things. And you realize you don't feel any different. That's mm. when your mental health really, really gets into peace because it's like, okay, you don't know what it is. So if my idea was, I want to go far with hip hop. I want to get people to recognize me. I want to have the best album. I want to get all this. That will solve. That will fix my depression. And then you get all that, and you realize it's changed nothing. Mm. Uh, it kills you. It just destroys all form of motivation you had. And uh, I sort of have an understanding of that pattern now. Like um, when I'm working towards something or trying to achieve something, mm. I'm not as depressed. But once I do get it and it gives me like not even the temporary satisfaction, that's when I, I just go in the pit. So that's sort of how I have uh, contextualized it for myself. Mm. And I still don't know. I I, I I go to therapy and try to learn more about my triggers mm. and stuff like that. You know, um, it's going to going to take time, you know, and mm. as I learn more about myself and learn more about the world, I guess I'll get to a position where I can actually just maneuver through the circumstances much better. And um, I would also like to answer that... that um, the question you asked about how, like, Zimbabwe is very, very... I don't know if I could say conservative. Conservative is not... It's not the term. It's not the term, but... Mm. Mental health is not treated in mm. a progressive way. Exactly. <laughs> it's, uh, and it's, it's so difficult for me. Uh, I have a very uh, personal anecdote that happened recently, actually. Mm. And uh, I'm not going to 
drop names or anything mm. because mm. I don't think that would be good for them. Yeah. And um, but uh, you know, probably the hip hop like pushed to the forefront. Kingpin is one of those pioneers. Okay, like mm. he he is someone who like I salute you. Is probably the most iconic ZB hip hop And and he committed suicide. Mm. You know, you'd think having Tupac, mm. having your own Tupac mm. die from something, what, you know, like when Tupac and B.I.G. died, mm. it changed the, the rap beef culture mm. altogether mm. in American hip hop because they realized the consequences mm. of that. Yeah. And I thought Kingpin passing would uh, sort of bring a wave of like reflection mm-hmm. on the culture and how we need to treat uh, mental health and stuff like that. But it's funny that as much as hip hop is progressive, it's one of the most retrograde uh, uh, cultures I've been a part of. You realize that a lot of people don't take it as uh seriously and some even troll you for it and i'm not talking about like people less mature than me or anything i'm talking about respected people people that are up like um i was invited um i was asked to come through for for this interview Mm -hmm. uh, radio interview and uh it was during one of those times when i was like really down and i said uh i well like cynic and uh the person with how we and the approach they're like yeah Malcolm is willing Malcolm will do it and everything mm. so when they came and came through I was like, oh, of course Cynic suggested it. I'll, I'll do anything it's Cynic you know mm. I love Cynic yeah. so the person and I realized nah as much as I want as much as I would have loved to do this I just can't right now so I tell them right mm-hmm. and at first I hesitated telling them but then I thought Come on, this is a mature person. This is yeah. a like, a, and they they respect me a lot. So let me just be honest with them and tell them that it's nothing against. Uh, I have nothing against coming on their show or anything. It's just that now is not the time. Mm-hmm. And I did the same. And Cynic was like, "Yeah, bro, I, I get you." And he even like sanitized it and said it better because Cynic has a better way with words. Yeah. And now I thought, "Oh, cool, we're good." And then time passes, something happens. I'm in another album cycle run, whatever campaign. Mm. They come in and they're like, Oh, we need you to do this, 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 this. Would you come? And I'm like, You still remember my answer from that previous time? I still haven't gotten out of that. Mm. I'm still in the street. And they're like, Is there a problem? Do you have? And I'm like, No, trust me. This is nothing against you. You don't see me doing it anywhere. I don't yeah, even show it's not my like, face. Yeah, it's not like you saw me somewhere else. Yeah. Not, yeah, it's not personal against you. I'm not doing this anywhere. And trust me, there have been hundreds of people who've come like you. Okay, yeah. hundreds is in exactly. There have been dozens, right? Yeah. And, and they were like, oh, okay, it's good. Uh, I hope you get better and everything. And we're speaking in this confidential, obviously, because you wouldn't want that being yeah. just thrown out. Then I win uh, best album, mm. right? Mm. Middle, I get a call 
from I think I can say his name uh, from the curator. You know the curator, yeah, right? Yeah, that's my guy. Um, yeah, his name Letabo, and he's like, uh, "Yo, what did you do to this person?" And I'm mm. like, "What do you mean?" He says, "Yeah, they they don't like you." Mm. And I was like, huh? "I don't know, man. They're friends with Cynic. They're friends with you know all these other people I like, mm-hmm. and whenever." Them has been all respect. I don't think uh, uh, I don't think there's much there, and yeah, it only took less than twelve hours. I wake up, I'm Xeni, and they're on Twitter saying all sort of things and all sort of things, and I'm like, oh, okay, maybe they just didn't like my win. That's okay, Slovenic. And then I start seeing that the people they work with are talking about, like, my problems that I had told them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, That's brave. Where, where is this guy? And they're talking about, oh, so this guy, we once invited him to do this, this, but he couldn't come because of this, 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 this. And I'm like, this is very specific, and it's almost in the same wording, almost like my mm-hmm. message was forwarded yeah. to this person yeah. everything. And people were all... all talking about oh are you mad at our appeals i wasn't mad at our appeals uh, i i i i have nothing against him uh he has every right to feel how he feels and to be fair i've never felt like our appeals likes me mm-hmm. so when someone who doesn't like you shows that they don't like you it's not surprising it's mm-hmm. like yeah that's what it's intelligent. but then there are people who are like i like this person and they act like they like me a lot mm-hmm. so where is this coming from that was um, from all the vitriol that came with uh, that album win. That was one of the that was easily the worst because it was coming from people I talked to and shared a huge part of myself. With. So yeah. it, I say all this to tie back into the idea of what how mental health is treated. Well. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not stupid people. These are smart people yeah. who are treating it like something to just wave and brandish to the world like oh this guy dealing with these demons ah uh, he's weak mm. he's you know so it, it just gave me a whole different uh picture of the world that i'm a part of because i had been super lucky to be around people like like the people who come like checking on me are the king Kandoros, are the cynics mm. you know these are people who have this sort of uh better understanding of the world and funny exposure and they yeah. understand our, what happened and recently you and people like that so mm. i have managed to isolate myself within this echo chamber which mm. made me feel like the world is perfect there is about me and then when this finally happened it just showed me because you know i am lucky it's just that i'm fortunate to have these people otherwise they're not in any way a reflection of the reality. Mm. Uh, there are so many people who don't care, especially in Zimbabwe, about this mental health nonsense. To, to them, you're you're either weak or I would equate um, interviews or you mm. don't care or you want to treat yourself as a god. And I'm like, anyone who knows me will tell you that's so far from the truth. Yeah, from but yeah, hope we, we do better. Mm. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I just wish hip hop would be as progressive as it says it is. That's true. That's true. Right. So, 
in that same sense if you can't answer this one that is fine we'll keep on moving have you ever gotten to the edge and said i want to take my own life or attempted to yeah um there's a there's a song uh from uh one of my early early tapes uh mm-hmm. it's called uh it's called nasi mm-hmm. and uh talks about um a specific uh attempt which was my very first mm-hmm. and i literally got served because my little brother uh, walked in mm-hmm. on me doing that and he didn't understand what i was trying to do and probably just brought, like brushed it off or whatever we're paying it and then mm-hmm. that was that and um i have since removed all all that music from my, my dsps because yeah. um, lots, lots of reasons especially that uh some of the music wasn't like patient some are bootlegged beats and everything yeah. but also part of it is i just don't think that some of the music is actually also i just took all the tips but yeah that was my first attempt I, I i speak about i go into detail uh in that song and i paid with you and um i the worst thing the worst part of it well not the worst the worst part is obviously the attempt but yeah. one of the like worst parts is that um i don't even remember how it got in there like you think it was something so big that mm-hmm. I would recall it because worth taking my life over mm-hmm. but then looking back at it I don't even know which means it wasn't it was such a minuscule thing to uh, warrant this response but it, it says a lot about how mental health really just doesn't amble on you altogether so that was um that was my my one very very serious attempt other times is is been ideations it's just been contemplation mm-hmm. and uh just ways around it and sometimes just being lucky enough to be surrounded by people who make sure i never get there makes sense that's good so if there is a young kid out there he's 18 he's 21 he's 16 and he doesn't understand what's going on with them he just feels like the world is against them they just feel like they can't do anything right they don't understand do you what do you suggest do you because ter- therapy is not for everyone it depends on where you come from the ability the access and whatever what are some of the things that if you're a young man and you're going through this 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 these things and you're going through these processes and it's a disease like we've been taught and what do you what's your piece of advice what two things can they do and from what i picked from what you said is surrounding yourself with genuinely loving people which is you need some discernment to be able to know that these people are really my people and if i go and i confide in these people they will stand with me not to then turn their back and tell another person then it becomes a mess and now I'm a joke of the town or now I'm weak now I'm whatever so that ability to have a close knit group of people whether one two three four or whatever been and that is very helpful cuz a problem shared is a problem solved and do you have any other way that 
a young man that's the same that's going through it can deal with this with the, with, the, with this situation yeah you know i really wish uh i had an answer because mm. if i did have a solid answer i would also apply it mm-hmm. uh to my own or utilize that but uh, i was very very happy to hear you say like religion uh helped you mm-hmm. you know um for me some of uh some of this like through therapy some of these I've realized has actually probably been exacerbated and worsened by religion. Not necessarily religion as a concept, mm-hmm. but the one, like, the aspects of religion that I interacted with and that I engaged with and mm-hmm. uh, uh, the system that I was a part of yeah. and how it, it I'm not, not going to say the name of the church or anything, yeah, obviously, but yeah. I, how it actually didn't do me any good and it didn't help that we were very very religious people so it meant going back into that system we're a very very religious family i mean mm. so it meant going back into almost daily and it didn't do me a lot of good mm. so i i hope uh it's a matter of uh actually being lucky or blessed yeah. enough to, to actually uh find a pathway that leads you to to the great pick off that you managed to locate and uh and it managed to get you uh so because saying religion is kind of tough for me mm-hmm. uh because uh i know it can work or it might go the other way, the other way depending way. on mm-hmm. how like how you got access to it so but i am I, I think i could put it out there like if you could find something other than yourself to divorce to and that helps i know that helps because uh some of the things that like uh i am i am very very passionate about filmmaking mm-hmm. and so i am deep into filmmaking yeah. so much that uh, half my life mm-hmm. has been spent either screenwriting or reading about like movies reading about the history of cinema mm. and uh watching films decoding them deconstructing trying to figure out how they did this shot how they wrote this what are the inspirations how to act like i am so absurd that like to the point of outcome myself a cinephile and mm. stuff like that and uh, it's helped me not necessarily uh in a in a proactive way but it just helped me forget mm-hmm. about some of having such an obsession yeah. uh helps it helps your mind get occupied by other things you know because like some of the, what they'll tell you in therapy is keep busy sometimes mm-hmm. you know keep go uh go work out go but i can't work out i'm i'm not that Type of person to Kamanya five kilometers. That's as much as I've done. But yeah. what what am I gonna do today? You know, stuff like, like that. that. Yeah. So I I I am lucky also that I managed to actually have something that I was very very passionate about help me with that because mm. uh, as much as people say I love hip hop and I love hip hop, mm. so it's been those things that I have like put my like thrust myself into which I am I, I'm either writing music um, I'm 
recording or I'm, I'm, you know, I'm listening to music. But listening to music sometimes actually does trigger that. Yeah, so true, it, true. It, the, the creative aspect of uh, the, that, that's, uh, that's what I'm referring to, but as you write, it's even better because you let it all out sometimes and you just find, <laughs> you write a line that you like so much, you stare at the wall and laugh, then maybe there's a reason to leave 10 minutes in the world and you keep mm. buying those 10 minutes, write the next line, you come up with a better line, you watch a better movie, you mm. write a better character. So that's what's kept me, like, it's not all of it, but I think from off the top of my head, that's something I can think of as what's kept me at bay, at least recently, uh, has been my obsession with these two things, uh, film and hip-hop. So I think it's pretty, it's it's very literal then when I then say something like, my life it's not coming from the cliche as of yeah. no it's, it's real yeah that's real that's real then i understand yeah i understand yeah even when i say that it's so when i say hip-hop saved my life these niggas think it's like something that's cliche that it was that but people don't actually understand that when everything was yeah. crazy there's albums that you'd actually listen to and the music has yeah. so much impact on your soul that it's actually food for the soul that it can actually take you out of certain situations or put you in certain situations because music is a very powerful tool and it's energy it cannot be destroyed it can only be transformed from one form to another so the forms are the moods that it puts you in and this that and the third but i agree and i say yeah finding something that you can devote to which is other than yourself that's real the next stage, the next question, because people will be like, oh, they spent the whole thing just talking about depression. And so we <laughs> need to also talk about other things. So you work, you go to work, and you do music, and you do screenwriting. So there's a, there's a high chance that at the end of this, before your curtain closes, before it's done for you on this planet, you would have made it big. Because if you have that much talent that you can write music and get into movies as well, it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. So keep going. Keep doing it fully. And don't take it as if like, this is just a hobby. Like, take it like, nah, I'm actually dope at this. And ex- give it to as many people as you can. Because that's the thing about life. And that's the thing about the internet, which is good. You never know who you're going to meet. You get what I'm trying to say? Or if you post it or whatever, you never know where you're going to end. So that's that. But I want to speak on that as well. Upcoming artists niggas that are in school in uni in high school what advice do you have because parents are always yo if you come from Zimbabwe, yeah you can be good in sports you want to do music that is a no-no in most households they're like go to school get a degree do this 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 but you can do both we're in an era where you can do both so i want you to give a rundown of how you release four albums you had three albums last year, right? Three. Yeah, you released three albums. Yeah. How do you release three albums and you go to work and you are there for your friends and you have a missus? How do you do that? And how can these young men... Because you can do music and do other things. So I just want the rundown of a young person. They're trying to do music, but they're also trying to put food on the table. How did you how do you balance it and how do you manage it? 
being able to have a job and being able to still do the music, something that you're passionate about, until it starts paying you, but the bills are being paid. Yeah, um, again, I think uh, life finds a way of time, uh, and the universe just sort of uh, made it happen for me because, uh, you, so you spoke of three different entities, right? There's like friendship, uh, mm. the friends, right? Then there's like the, the nine to five. Yeah. Uh, then, then there's the music, the art, right? Mm. Uh, I'm so, so lucky uh that uh all these three sort of tie into the same thing eventually because uh what i did in college uh this is my net moment um i did um electronic commerce i think uh it's 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 this newish thing especially in zimbabwe not that electronic e-coms but uh for, for zimbabwe it's something they started taking seriously because zimbabwe being zimbabwe recently Mm-hmm. And it's very, very new program. I think it started something like 2010 mm-hmm. and everything. I was, uh, I think you can count on one hand since then, mm-hmm. the number of Zimbabweans with class degree in it. Mm-hmm. On one hand, it's not more than five. Mm-hmm. And I, like, for some reason, I managed to be like, to get there right mm. um i i won't say i mean uh, i i think school wise i did okay mm. but in college i was exceptional and i managed to get there mm. and you know with that behind me you think now i just want to work and do e-commerce it's always gonna be great i'm gonna i i can i can play around with cord i can I can do business analysis, I can do all that, but I hated it. Mm. As much as I, like, I was good at it, I just hated it so much. Mm. So when I started going to work, that's what I was doing. And then, uh, because it's e-commerce, you start working with digital marketers and everything. Mm. So they they sort of noticed that uh, I had a way with copies because um, sometimes when you analyze your efforts for the, for the month or for the uh, for the year, you're like, okay, you got this thing kind of wrong because people connected more with your ads that were like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it better if you wrote it like this and everything. But me being someone who's like, I write, right? So mm-hmm. I would reject what I do. I'll then show them how I could do it. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, they were like, you know what? Stop that. You are now a writer. You are now doing the right thing for us. Mm-hmm. So great that's good i then shifted and i started writing then who are my friends my friends are artists my friends are rappers my friends are comedians my mm. friends are people fans of what i do my 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 like people who engage with my music or engage with my screenplays those are my friends and then there's the writing and the music okay. all these things are sort yeah. of like so when i'm making music i'm with my friends and Sometimes when I'm writing at work, I am also writing my music because I'm pretty much doing the same thing. If I, if I think of a line, I'm like, oh, good, I'm writing it. So it doesn't feel as much as uh, a huge multitasking effort as it might be to have three albums out, to have time for friends, to have time for like uh, 
professionally and to be able to do my job when all these things are sort of packed into the same thing it's within the same ecosystem so that's uh the best part about uh at least the little echo chamber that i'm a part of uh everyone that speaks to sort of interacts with me in that way the one person um yeah, because you mentioned her too, like, as in how do you find time for your missus? The one person who came into my life that had nothing to do with any of that was her, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes it just gives you this whole different idea of the world. Like, who, who are you? What, what are you talking about? You know, mm-hmm. because she thinks different everyone around you. She thinks. So I think she helps me touch grass outside of the art. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, yeah, I, I love it so much. So you can always find time for that. And um, we, recently, uh, I, I was trying to, uh, uh, you know, like how I try to be corny talking to her sometimes, mm-hmm. and, and then I'm coming up with funny lines and blah, 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 blah. And she was like, you know, this would be good in a song, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I could do that. And then I, I, I just ignored it, and I kept doing that. And she shared like all the lines I had like used at mm. one time, mm-hmm. and from that backdrop, I actually managed to write an album long of love song from how she had pitched it. So I am just yeah, I it, it just happens in my life that everything ties into the same thing. So the whilst I'm supposed to be spending time talking to her, from mm. talking to her music came out something that i wasn't even actively doing and it just clicked so i can't say this will work for the young that you asked me about and everything but that's how it's worked for me and i'm sorry it's useless anecdotes but that that is is what's got me there but if it's advice on how someone wants to be productive i would say if you really love it sometimes it won't feel like like a job yeah. And yeah, it it, it doesn't. I, I I don't feel like huh, it's, it's if I'm making hip hop, I'm like I love doing. I I don't feel like oh, it's work to write screenplays. I love doing it, so mm-hmm. it doesn't feel that that huge of a burden. It's just doing it. It's just flowing. It's just life. It's just like breathing for me. So yeah, I think if you love it, it will. You will do it, and the problem with uh, artists—not not, not necessarily—I I don't, I don't want to pick holes in mm. people's process, but I think um, it sucks sometimes because we are not being true to ourselves. We are trying mm. to do something that's just not us. Um, recently, um, I listened to uh, the Zimi Cipher. You know, uh, the Harare one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Breaker has made well. Crazy. And everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Shout out to Raycars. Uh, one of the Rekha. best. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I was like, oh, people are loving this. People are loving this flow. You know what? Let me do it. Let me write something like that. Let, let me just cure. And it just ate me out. I just hated what I was doing. I was like, I'm not enjoying making this. Then I realized maybe because you're not Rekas, you know, yeah. maybe do Malcolm. Yeah. Do Malcolm. Get, do what you know. Do do best. Do what you enjoy. I was like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm just going to write the Facebook grateful and do what I do. And 
I was done with that in like five minutes. I'm like, oh, okay, this makes sense. So it's just a reminder sometimes of what works better for you. Just do what you enjoy. And if you enjoy it and you, you're true to yourself, I think the process will be much smoother. True. That's true. And uh, we go now to the gossips, the whatever, what everyone likes, what everyone really cares about which they shouldn't care about they should care about the important things and how to learn art and understand art and understand artists minds but you have a missus vaults as a missus saint Flo just got engaged holy Ten is married rap is known for them being promiscuous them calling women the b-word them using women, doing all those other things because they're rappers, they have money, they've got bling bling. Of course, it doesn't uh, reflect that in Zim. However, that's part of the culture because right now, despite you, people try and dress hip hop like. You can tell the difference between you see the Zim dancer artists and the Zim hip hop artists that are actually a bit prominent. You can tell the way they try and dress and represent themselves they try and look that way they try and look hip-hop so since we are getting it from there we pay homage and we take aspects of it so i want you to speak to me about you being in a committed relationship even though you make this type of music that is associated with this type of lifestyle though it might not be prominent in our country but naturally it might come to you because that's how the genre is you get what I'm trying to say? And we have had few controversies, this, that, and the third. But these guys, you guys that are actually the face, you guys that are actually, like, the top guys, you are in committed, quote-unquote, as we see from the outside in, committed relationships. So how is that for you? And is that a hard... Of course, I know that you're not... You're an underground. You're not out there, this, that, and the third. But... Is it hard for you when you go on Inst on Twitter? You're 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 trending. You can literally everyone say Malcolm is hard. So basically, if you message Melissa and she's on Twitter, she has heard about you. She's definitely going to reply to your DMs. You get what I'm trying to say. That's just how it works because it's about attention. It's about who's popping, who's what, who's who. This that and the that, and your name is getting out there. So how do you ground yourself in your relationship, despite? what the crowd is engaging in and what's going around in your world even though you keep to yourself even though you are not part of this but do you believe that we can still be monogamous we can still love the art we can still be loving and caring to one another and not conform to these new ways of doing things of open relationships of people cheating on each other of people going to love and hip-hop atlanta of just the chaos that goes around today's generation. Yeah, I think uh, people have different personalities altogether and uh, they have different arrangements. And uh, personally, I don't have to ground myself mm-hmm. because there is never that need. There is never that, like, I, I can even go further to say there isn't that temptation. Because uh, yet, grew up, I grew up like a foreigner in my own space. Like mm. I do not connect with people because I feel like 
they don't get me, you know. Like that's been my whole. A lot of people I have to adjust to fit their ideals and everything. Yeah. And that's been my entire life. And then somehow in comes this person who just gets you out of thought, and you're like, right off the bat, you don't have to like uh, change. Mm-hmm. You just have to be a, you're comfortable. You can talk about your weird 1931 movies. You can talk about the best and screenplays of the 1950s. Mm-hmm. You can talk to them about like this one hip hop line and how you managed to get there and they'll listen enthusiastically for like five hours as you ramble on about it, mm-hmm. laughing and the chicken. And to think that of all the interactions I've heard in my life, this is the first time I felt like that. And to go ahead and be like, I want to ruin that. Let me just try with someone whom I don't even connect with mm. and hurt the thing, the one good thing that's really going for me. Um, I, that thought never creeps into my head. It's uh, And I'm not trying to come off as holier than thou. Yes. It just doesn't happen. And mm. also, I think... I'm helped by the fact that growing up, they don't go Shkavaskana altogether, <laughs> you mm. know. Like, um, I, I think... We can tell like from the music that literally scares away Vaskana. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that... Go, go listen to Philophob. Uh, Philophob is an EP I made in 2018. It's on Spotify. It's everywhere. Philophob okay, uh, literally means fear of love. So, it, it talks about that. And uh, I, I always... Uh, and also self-critiquers blog, but please go check uh, on Facebook. I write, I diarize my life on Facebook uh, and how music impacts me and helps me in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a series called Music That Made Us. Uh, just go to the, to learn more about it. But uh, okay. in my one of my chapters, I talked about um, like my love life and. Uh, I just want to share this this very very small detail. Um, yeah. So I I was church this small anecdote. Sorry, I was at Churchill, and uh, Churchill is just opposite uh, Roosevelt Girls High Churchill mm-hmm. Boys School. So there's what's called the Daventry Boulevard. I talked about it on Philophop. There's a song called Daventry Boulevard. Mm-hmm. So Daventry Road, uh, that's the one road we share. We walk yeah. together and everything. So naturally, uh, they would meet up and uh, chat up with the girls. You know, when you yeah. I was never that guy. I was out getting to the taxi, getting to whatever the combi. Poof, I'm go. I'm off home. Yeah. So it became a thing. Malcolm It became a whole thing. So yeah. there was this. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Young DLC. He produced, uh, he produced uh, music for Jab Razor, Winky D. Yeah, I, was, I, like, I know him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard yeah, of so him. He yeah, was one, actually, yeah. yeah, he was one of my closest friends. He did uh, Coke, uh, shout out to Jesse, he did uh, Coke on the Beat, whatever. He was in the in-house producer for like two seasons, I think. Okay. So, uh, he was one of my closest friends. And he was a ladies' man, you know, and mm. everything. So, oh, he then... You know what I mean? Just start telling everyone that, you know what? Malcolm doesn't, I'm not just going to, I'm not just going to. And that became this whole thing. We're going to say, I'm not just going to. We're going to 
never seen Malcolm talk to a girl. We've never. So I was like, you know what? I had a girl, and they're like, whoopie, and for sure I was lying. And they're like, just talk one. Kingo wanna go to So okay, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> like cool. So we're walking along Daventry Boulevard, and dude, this guy is not point to the prettiest lady. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just point to someone else that would boost my confidence? Like, exactly, oh, okay. I feel you. Yeah. They point to someone that just in every way way out of my league. Yeah. Uh, snap, and they're like, and they're always, and it's it's like half the class there. Just everyone is waiting, and trust me, there are a lot of guys walking along, and none of them have approached this girl. Because yeah. they, she has a yeah, niggas know, yeah, niggas like, know, yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, so I walk up to her, and she sees me. She, she, she's really like the guts on this boy. I at least I assume in her head. Yeah. And I was like, my name is Malcolm, and trust me, I don't want to. I, I, I'm not here to. I'm not here for games or anything. Those guys challenged me to talk to you because they think I can't talk to women yeah. and to be honest they are right I mm. can't talk so you are my challenge and I am not gonna try anything but please for the love of God just save me mm. and pretend like we're talking mm. and just walk with me for as long as and she started laughing yeah. and now everyone behind me seeing us is like oh my god that is raising it up bad <laughs> and everyone is just laughing and, and blah 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 and I'm like and, and she starts talking oh so what do you do Malcolm I'm like oh I do this 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 and we walk she, she was initiating the conversation I couldn't I'm afraid I'm shaking yeah. and then after after the world thing she's like oh cool cool then she hugs me I said okay cool here's my number blah 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 then I walk back to this day this is the first time that if if the DLCs are listening and everything everyone thinks I've got gay <laughs> but I have none I have zero uh, gay that is funny that is one of the most hilarious stories I've heard in my life <laughs> like it's it's like that's who I am. I can't do it at all. So I, I'm, I'm just a very conservative person in mm. that respect. Like the people I love are very, very few, and the people who manage to connect to me, who connect with me on that level, are very, very few. Mm. And uh, I, I respect that, and mm. I, I am over that, and I'm okay with that, and I am content with the people who I have in my life. I don't need to go out there and try to hate uh, or to hurt other people or the people I love. But uh, at the same time, if you 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 are Will Smith and you have your Jada and you have your arrangement, yeah. oh, well, that's that's a new. I, I can't judge. That's what no. you prefer and that's what you satisfaction in your life. Just... If you then agree, just don't go out and then start slapping other comedians where they make fun of it because 100%. that's what you chose. 100%. Uh, but, but, yeah. It's, it, it's just like that. I am, I am pretty content. And shout out to, uh, to St. Flo. Um, happy for him and happy for Holly Turn. And, you know, it, it sucks in, in hip hop that 
uh, once this happens, instead of embracing it and showing love to them, people we then, yeah, we pull down each other. We start commenting we rubbish statements. And, yeah. Exactly, and these are women who have nothing to do. Okay, you hate Holiday. Yeah. Good. What? Good for you. But what's he done? She's minding her own. Oh, you hate yeah. Saint Flo. Good. Listen to the artists you like. So why do you have to go ahead and start like throwing all sorts of shade and saying all sorts of stuff about women who have done nothing wrong to you? Like uh, that, that, it's just weird. But I think hip hop fan culture in Zimbabwe mm. needs an upgrade. It needs change. We need to at least stay within the grounds of Ubuntu at some point and just not try to do anything quick. And for me, I have addressed this in one of the spaces that I said, I don't think we have enough OGs. The OGs that we have, the Cynics, the Monetsis, the Bigorian Sons, they are an older generation and they are focusing on other things. So they are not with the with the youth. They are not connected. So the youth are technically raising themselves and just going about their business and doing what they are doing without any OGs around, without any guidance. Because... Japanese, I cannot go and tell Holiday how to behave. Japanese is not a rapper. Japanese doesn't understand the life of rapping, which is, I had to use names, but I have to use them, but it's all due respect. Even the situation where you have a Michael Meg situation, this is a hip-hop situation, problems with the label, problems with one of the biggest artists in the country. You go and sit down with DJ Ola. Saw the interview Love DJ Ola, legend in the country. He's done a lot. He's done a lot for Star FM, 100%. We love him. We respect him and what they've done in the culture. But he doesn't know anything about hip-hop. The type of questions that he was asking. that he, I don't think even, he has even listened to half the catalog of Michael Meggs. And he wants to have those kind of conversations. And they all now end up just basically being gossip and whatever the case may be. So if you're out there, the King Kandoros, I always speak to, 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 to Kandoro. Every time I get a chance to speak to him, I emphasize on the point of you are now the OGs, the Monashes. These are now the OGs that are accessible or at a level where niggas can. Because niggas can't, can't reach cynic like that. You get what I'm trying to say? And it's, it's, you can't just reach Monets like that. It's ridiculous. You get what I'm trying to say? So we need these people, whether they are in the industry, whether they make music or they don't make music, but people with a moral code, people with an understanding and a behavioral pattern, people like Dennis. I know K Floyd, if he has a situation, he can hit up Dennis. I'm like, yo, big bro, I'm going through this situation, blah, blah, blah. How do I do it? So we need more of those people. I don't know where we're going to get them. And I had a conviction, I had a revelation. So I'm putting myself as well out there, starting these conversations on Twitter, starting whatever, trolling a bit this time and that, because that's what these young kids do. That's what these people do. Then when we now get into conversations and when we now get into actually getting to know each other on a personal level, then you can realize, no, ah, oh, this nigga is actually a real nigga. I can actually create a relationship with this person and they can give me an ear when I need one, this, that, and the third. So if you're an OG... If you have the abilities, if you have the understanding, if you are willing, we need people. I know this, it's a pride game, it's an ego game. The ego is ridiculous at this moment in time in the culture. But most of them will listen if they realize that you're very genuine and you're authentic. You feel me? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, to, to that point, I think, uh, you, you, you know that, that line, how does that, how does it go? Let's say, um, those, uh, those who need power, mm-hmm. those who want power with the best rulers or something, those who don't want power usually make the best leaders. Mm-hmm. And I can, I can, I can tell you from speaking to these guys that Cynic does not see himself as like an OG mm. or anything. You try, you try to talk to Cynic like that, and you start bringing up, you start undermining or downplaying his achievements, and tell you about other people who came before him and what they did and the positions mm. they're in and what they can. Uh, King Kandor is a bit too self-aware. Mm. Uh, he is some. Who, who understands that whatever he says at this point in time, I actually recently asked him a question like, do you understand that what you say becomes gospel at mm. this point? So you, and he was like, yeah, there has to be a certain level of care that I put into my words now. And, and these are the people who are, who will make the best leaders because they are aware of, yeah. uh, uh, and everything, but they just don't see themselves that way. Uh, and the people we almost don't care about, I won't say names, but mm. those are the guys like playing kingmaker, exactly. playing all oh, we are here, we, we do this, and all they want is a click, all they want is unearned respect and everything. Mm. So I can't tell you how much wisdom you walk out with five-minute conversation with Cynic, mm. and I've heard the time of my life just hearing him talk mm. because he's a very soft guy and everything and he would tell you things where you're like oh I feel so stupid you know mm. and that he is and he doesn't give it to you in a way like uh, no you know, you're wrong no he'll just tell you well I I did this 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 or I think this 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 and mm. you walk out with so much knowledge on how you carry yourself you listen to king kandoro king kandoro sometimes don't be in the offside i am not like not at all sometimes mm. i get pressed and i'm like yeah. and one of those people who are uh, i don't know man you might want to evaluate not like but they just kind of tell you about like the repercussions of this or what it means or how it's perceived King Kandoro does that mm. and I am just Marcus so imagine if he was doing that to someone way bigger than me and mm-hmm. who could utilize that because I think it's helped a lot uh, like Wikidee's brand is mm. built on that yes. it's great PR yes he's a good artist but there are so many good artists. Yeah, he's, uh, he's an OG, but there are so many OGs. He, the dancer has been around before Winkity. Mm-hmm. He's not the first good one. He won't be the last mm-hmm. good one. But what makes Winkity Winkity? You can't tell me he's the talent. He's talented, but yeah. there are so many other There are so many other things. Yeah. It's the PR. He understands PR. Mm-hmm. He understands how when not to interact, when to show up, when to say something, when not to. Mm-hmm. And I, if rappers had that sort of guidance or management, I don't know if it's because of Winky D himself or he just surrounded himself with people who 
totally, totally understand communications and public relations, but mm. it works so for him. Whatever we know about him, it's people talking. Mm. It's not him saying. Him, yeah. He's it, never, he's never, if it's not in the music, it's not him who's saying it. Not him. Yeah. Mm. He's, he's just, just there. I'm going to perform or most of the one up and release album music exactly it's the same thing Beyonce does and whatever but you realize it works it's not just I understand it's not like the mystique or anything but a lot of times especially for someone at that level what people are trying to come up with is a headline and mm-hmm. a point mm-hmm. don't give it don't mm-hmm. it's simple as that so, yeah so I think I, I agree with you. Uh, I, I, I would love to hear Seneca. I would love to hear King Kandoro. Uh, I would love to hear Begotten Sun. Begotten Sun, not, not so much on the decorum. Begotten Sun. Yeah, Begotten Sun. He's, uh, he will tell you what it is and how it actually is. And he will use, he's yeah. very blunt. He's, he's, he doesn't hide behind the bushes. He doesn't. So not on the decorum part, but on the maneuvering the industry yeah. use utilizing your connections because yeah. son is so well connected he, he knows is. people he does he's very he's smart he's a very smart individual yeah. but but i generally think he, he spoke in that space and he was actually very very you know that's what i love about people who actually because uh, i still remember denzel sambo uh 263 post yeah came into that and he started blasting all these like hey, yeah. you enough you do not and i was like oh my god this is going so bad yeah what's gonna happen yeah and the funny time but of course i have to ask this has your life changed has your life changed 
since the 15th, was it the 15th of December or the 17th of December when you were announced to have the album of the year in Zimbabwe hip-hop and the verse of the year in Zimbabwe hip-hop. What are some of the advantages and some of the disadvantages that you have faced and have you processed it and what does it mean to you now? Because now you have had time to process it. Because we had a, uh, a space, I think, the following day and everything was just still yeah. new and you're trying to get grasp of what was going on this day and that. But now you've stayed with it. You have, the, have you gotten them now? The both awards are they in your possession? That's ridiculous. We saw you as well saying you want party songs. No, nigga, we don't want party songs. We want things that build the culture. We are too down, we are too dragged. There's a lot going on. We need to increase our maturity levels first before we start having fun. But that's a conversation for another day. That's ridiculous. Top guys, the ones, the most streamed guys, they are making happy me. JT votes happy. started with Makuruane last year. That is a party song. Exactly. So what are we talking about? Just because Blink Four has three songs that, that talk about depression or whatever. Exactly. Now it seems as if everyone is depressed. That's such a ridiculous proposal. Thank you. I, I was like, Thank you. Where are you guys putting your stats from? It doesn't even make sense. Thank we need you. music. That the ladies can listen to. What what music is that? Vault JT music? 
You guys have it already. You have all it has. Mm-hmm. You have same Every have girl a... that was born in it's from nineteen seventy-five, yeah, to two thousand and eight, they were singing pressure. So what do you need? <laughs> exactly. What do people just wanna find something? Hip hop is doing well. That's we true. can only we can only improve from here. Let's learn to say, guys, you are doing well. Mm-hmm. Keep the good. Thank Don't you. try to find even there. Because most of the music they are asking for is the music that's out there. Mm-hmm. If someone were to say, guys, we need you to make more introspective music, I'll get it. Because we very little. Yeah, very little. Very, very little. So the ratios are sort of skewered, like in the reverse for for these people. And I'm mm. not sure. I would like to have a conversation with Mukuze. I'd like to have a conversation with Lady K. I'd like to have a conversation with Denzel. Yes. Exactly. Hundred percent. Because for me, I don't understand it. Because the whole the past two years, people have. Yes, there's been songs that are social and that are uh, very intense. With the uh, Machus, Kumbagunevanu, yeah. uh, then the Blink Falls or Jiripo, then the Voice Cheese Mangwana, whatever the case may be. Cool, fair enough, right? But actually, because of what people are going through on a daily basis, they are relating to those songs more than they are to the party songs, or the party songs are not good enough, like you just said. So that doesn't yeah. mean that the party songs are not being produced and they're not being pumped out into yeah. the into the market. They are at a very high rate. With Fire Emoji, Fire Emoji was song of the year just last year. So I don't know what niggas is talking about. 2022. of culture representation of life because music is so soulful and it's so important and so personal to the people you artists that are actually making the music so if they're not employed they're not getting paid if life is hard if you don't have you're seeing your mom struggle you don't have three meals a day what is there to party about let's talk about what is on the ground to me it doesn't make sense it's like Marco Marco Mufunde talking about Oh, depression, blah blah blah. When he wasn't really that depressed, and then that 
he gets really depressed and now he's saying, nah, nigga, we don't care that you're depressed, nigga. Just give us some party songs. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, 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 it's I, crazy. I, I, honestly, I don't think we need to, I don't think we need to dignify this with a response at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Nicholas Provoza. I, I was just like, because these are smart people. Exactly. These are people who are out there on commentators and everything. So they understand their stats. So I might have missed something. That's why I'm only interested in it. Like, and for me, some of, some of them, yeah, shout out to 263, the 263 post, the Denzel Sambo, shout out to Zazis as well. But that's the other thing as well. With the radio personalities, the ones that do the misreads the these people don't care about hip-hop as hip-hop if you drop albums guys go to people that really care like i said i made a vow that this year i'm getting a controller a mic a mixer a laptop from my own pocket because i love the couch and i love the kid and i've seen what he has done in his kid let's go and have conversations with those people before you go and have conversation with vj ola before you have a conversation with whatever who's at this radio or whatever channel it is, let's start with the culture first. Then we can branch out. Of course, you're doing your 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 run, your press run after an album, after a song, whatever the case may be. But give these little kids chances. Give these people that really care about the culture, the DJ Mambos, yeah. that really care about the culture. Give them a platform as well. Go on their podcasts. Go on their shows. Go on. Dennis is there. Go on these things that they're trying to do before you just try and go look for numbers. To me, it's ridiculous. And I uh, I think that it, it just goes uh, into the commercialization of hip-hop. Yes. Uh, it's, commercialization is not bad. Uh-huh. I'll be happy to get paid from hip-hop. Mm-hmm. I've never gotten paid from I would be happy if that were the case. So I, I respect and love it for flow for blink for for holy ten for uh, yeah for mm. falls all those guys yeah. I'm happy for them but at the same time we push if we push commercialization to the point that we are okay with not caring about the cup it it becomes a, a problem not not necessarily that they can't do it go mm. get interviewed by the people uh, you want to get interviewed, back. but what what message do you want to communicate? Mm-hmm. If you want us to hear about your music, it would help to talk to someone who also cares about your music. Exactly. But if you want us, if you want to make a headline, yeah, I I, I, I guess you can go to the Olas, you can go to radio, you can go mm-hmm. because that's what it. So I, I I don't know what these people are thinking, but if if what they want is a headline. More power to them. Go to DJ Ola. Go to radio. Go go do this. But if you really want me to to say, okay, uh, there's a three hour uh, podcast. Ina Dennis talking about Zim hip hop. Ina Zazi talking about Zim hip hop. Ina control. I I'll listen to that thing for the whole day. Exactly. You know, I'm because it. But then are we the audience that people like Michael Max want? Maybe now at this point in their careers, yeah, what, no. they, what they what they yeah. is, is their attention. So I I cannot speak for them because I don't know what their end goal is. Yeah. But I'll I'll just honestly be happy if I like I loved it when I saw KK 
Dennis podcast. That, that was hard. That was hard. Then K Flow walked in. That was crazy. That was hard. Oh, that yeah, was hard. Like, yeah. This this was great. They don't think they've gotten like too big for who really loves them. They know who yeah, exactly who really cares. Like, yeah. who cares about the music because the people they are talking to Kwa DJ Ola are people who listen to their hits. Mm-hmm. We are the people who listen to their. You know, to there's everything. a difference. Yeah. Like people, yeah, they pay, they pay, they put, they put food on the table. I agree. They, mm. they, cause waga wangis. Mm. But Tananda make an album. I want people to talk about the album, not the single I released yet. Exactly. That might help. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's it's, it's it, it goes into PR and management, mm-hmm. like what exactly go, but I digress. But now you have an album with twelve tracks. You have a song that you featured Holyton, and you go to a platform to promote this album. To pro- but the whole conversation, the whole thirty minutes that you are there, they say, "So how did you link Holyton? So how's your friendship with Holyton?" Yeah. So, guys, guys, guys. Because they don't listen to your album, and they won't. Yes. Because I can I hit you. You see when like uh when like Banga yeah uh met. Red Med uh, is three stripes, right? Yeah. The four tracks. Yeah. Those, those bangers. Everyone was talking about it. Mm-hmm. Then he released a side B. It yeah. was only people who were already in the bugger camp who continued talking about that. Side exactly. B. Everyone else. Everyone else departed. Yeah. People were for, for it to pop. Then they're like, and I'm not blaming them. That's mm-hmm. who they are. Some people. That invested in the culture with Uzoni, in the past, and with Moko Magambo, as a time as a best album, Magambo gets in a song. They don't care, and yeah. I get it, they don't have to. But at the same time, as an artist, I think I prefer respecting my art and having someone who respects it too to yeah. talk to me. That's true, that's true, that's true, that's true. Damn, we've been editing for an hour 30. This is this is hard. Nigga. You don't okay. know what this means to me. Nigga. I can't even explain to you using words. I don't think I even have the words to explain to you what this means to me at this moment in time, and what it will mean in twenty thirty and in twenty thirty five. It's crazy. Come back to Zim. I have to. I have to. I have to. I don't think. I don't think if everything goes according to plan, I don't even have to come back to Zim. Well, we're we're linking at the mobiles. We're linking at the, at the Oscars. We're linking at the Grammys. We're linking at the BETs. We're linking at all these other places like African awards that are being hosted in in Istanbul. You get what I'm trying to say? So, so this 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 means a lot to me. This means, a, and I know this will mean a lot to niggas that really care. The niggas on Twitter, I love those niggas. Bro. I love those niggas because. You can tell the niggas that actually really care, and you can tell when we come together talking about music, talking about Malcolm or those the guys with the big accounts were trolling us. Oh, the only person that listens to Malcolm is Denzel and Controller, blah blah blah. But that brings the fun to it. That brings the entertainment. That brings the love, the understanding of what this actually means, and it means this now. But I guarantee you. With the type of music that you make, with the type of talent that you have, this is a door. You're just kicking down the door. This is you barely scratched the surface. So ten years from now, when niggas is looking back, they're like, "Damn, this was one of the first Malcolm's first Malcolm Mufunde uh interviews," 
and this was the first one that he did by himself and now nigga i'm immortalized i can never die now i can't i can't die anyway i'll, I'll forever live through my name and i'll forever live through knowing that i've interviewed one of the greatest mcs and the greatest penmanship my country has ever produced Sorry to speak of it. Like yeah. I, am, I am also very great because I. The reason, like, I was very, very, like, uh, enthusiastic about this. Like, if you, like, if you can confirm it, like, yeah. this was about a Sunday thing, but exactly. and I and because of my busy schedule and everything, Sunday couldn't happen. And the other thing I could have said was, oh, how can we try? How, how about next Sunday? But I didn't get to just tell my mom, like, mom. Give me a couple of hours mm. at this thing because you know I was just as excited about it, and you might think it's because I feel like you like my music or you mm. like me. It's nothing to do with that. I would to do with that. I would do this even if you didn't care about my music. You know, not didn't care. Of course, you yeah, have to yeah, didn't have a level of care. <laughs> even if you didn't like it, mm. but uh, you were we who you are and who you've shown me you are i would mm. just be like okay let's do this it's because like i have an affinity to just like nice people mm. i don't know i just enjoy being around nice people mm. and i know i value that currency it means a lot because i've been around bad people mm. and i know how they make me and i know what they do Mm. And it, it it's so refreshing to just have someone who's like just genuinely nice and they wanna have a conversation. It wouldn't even be about the music. If you mm. wanna talk about what you think of architecture, we know nothing about architecture, Detective. I'll talk to yeah. you with the same passion, with the same excitement for as long as we have because it is sometimes just about that, especially in hip hop, you realize that everyone's idea of conversation is showing could I'm better or I'm bigger mm. or I'm meaner than you and putting each other down and I, I don't know how we got to that place but I'm happy that we have people like you people like controller people like Dennis who just genuinely care what coming up and all they want to do is just hear us talk and that's that's great that's so love. thank you for that that's love that's love that's love and one more thing is what I wanted to add how did it feel? Because I know how music works. I tried making music when I was a bit younger, this time and that. Sometimes it's just you and the music. Sometimes it's you and your two friends listening to the music. So how did you keep going yeah. before? We had, a, we had a space before when you said, guys, I don't know why you're obsessing over me. I don't even have one song that's over a thousand listeners. That is, that's over a thousand views. But now the trajectory, the organic growth, how does it how yeah. did you feel when you were making music and it was you and the homies listening and no one else listening what kept you going of course you love it you love the art but what also made you say oh because you could have just made the music and kept it for yourself or make music and then you send it to scenic and then you talk about it on a phone call two hour call three hour call and enjoy yourself then you go to work then you chill what made you to keep on putting it out and keep on showing that oh i really care about this thing and it might get somewhere one day or the other. And now we're here with two albums in one year and the whole, all the industry people are pissed off. So talk to me about that. Uh, yeah, like uh, I didn't need much incentive to keep going because uh, I genuinely just do it because I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And I 
doing things I enjoy, like simple. Like I want to, whether, whether it were like five people listening or a thousand people listening, I'll still put out three albums that year because I enjoy making uh, new music. I enjoy creating new so it's always been that. But how does it feel? Gratifying, satisfying. Like mm. it's it's feel like and and I can imagine how Holiday feels mm. because this is a, just a fraction Shit. of what what he, he, what what, what he is yeah. and already feels almost overwhelming. Mm. You know, like uh who is this person? Because I'm used to people who listen to my music having a personal relationship with me. Yeah. That's what I was. That is your thing. We are actually like you and you're so new. We are this person. But now it's like a person you don't even follow. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, hey, yo, welcome to this one. And I'm like, okay. So it's usually because for the habit, I then go and look at the animal. Because I still in this reality where I know all these people, yeah. but that's not the case now. That's the surreal aspect of it. And to have thousands of people do that, it must be, it must be wild. So it's crazy. Uh, it's crazy. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Hours. I'm, I'm super, super grateful. I talked to, I talked to, uh, to Beefy mm-hmm. about uh, when Trey, because Trey was nominated for. Yeah. Exactly. Really, you know, mm. I don't think 
um, and there wasn't there was there wasn't that backlash when it won. We mm. would just say, you know, yeah, yeah we were we were so sense. happy. Yeah. Even if it what my vote, it doesn't matter. Like this is a good album, and we all agreed and everything. And I was so happy. So time, time, like uh, I think just after that that I was the next day. I, I released MCFL, mm. you know. <clears throat> uh, uh, then I released what King Kandoro, Mukudze, um, um, and a lot of the people on Twitter will say is my best album, Economy, mm. immediately after that. And I don't think uh, people have talked about the Malcolm Mufune album more than they have, like, talk about economy like any other album mm. i did equity close but equity is still new people mm. were talking about economy months and months and months and, months. and i'm like ah oh, okay so personally because cynic uh cynic is like is i won't call my mentor <coughs> my brother he's my big yeah he's big bro yeah well, he, he's not too deep in like awards or anything not that he has anything against them he just doesn't mm. he's indifferent you know, whatever happens, if I win, if I don't, if I don't submit, it doesn't matter. We have to submit for Cynic, you know, yeah, yeah. it is, we have like everything. So I was like, oh, and he was like, oh, we're all talking about it and uh, we're talking about economy. And then come, um, that year I released MCFM, Economy, 2020 and Existence. So that's like four albums. Mm-hmm. So we were all waiting for economy. Nothing happens. There's not even a nomination. Mm. And, and people are like, what? what? What the hell is going on? Like, mm. King Kandoro was vocal it. I remember his tweet. I have a bookmark where mm. he was like, what are you guys thinking? <laughs> so I just thought at that point that, uh, it, not not to say that I did it, I, I, I don't care or it didn't hurt. He was just like, huh, this wasn't good enough. Mm. Mm, I get, I guess so. So now you can imagine now going coming into this year with those expectations yeah. like yeah, it was feathers from your mind that you total, yeah it's a total overhaul if, if there had been like some form of great appreciation that i had received before i wouldn't be too surprised yeah but it was like an underling i was like not necessarily ignored but just existed somewhere mm. in there on their and then I go from zero to a hundred. There isn't like a trajectory where he's like, mm. oh, first we're going to get underground. Then we're going to try to sweeten him with maybe a, a best verse. We're going to try to like, mm. no, it's now he's the best album in the country. So it was like, uh, I I was shook and I expected the backlash. Mm. I, I knew it was Your coming. mentions were going and, crazy, I presume. Yeah. Your Twitter was like, going off. Like, Your ex was buzzing. Speak of, don't even talk about Twitter. My phone, there were like a hundred something used to go, 127. That's crazy. Because even though I'm silent, do not disturb and everything. So yeah. different people. And I was like, what's going on right now? And I and some people are like, you guys don't even care about hip hop. Wait, did you hear this? And I'm like, That's you know, and so. It wasn't just like surreal for me, it was surreal for my mom too. Mm. Say, Malcolm, I support your music, I love it. And he wants to be she says all the power. She says, I will listen. Yeah. But I'm just going to be 
Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. You know, we were all so excited with the family. So as much as that backlash came, there were people who were doing this, I didn't let it like mm. spoil the moment. Mm. And I, I really want to... Uh, Thanks the board. I don't know who's on the Zimipo board. Yeah, they need to reveal these individuals eventually. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I am, I am, I have sort of a bittersweet, uh, whatever, uh, flip floppy relationship with them because it, it, it is clearly different year by year. Mm-hmm. But I just want for this one thing, applaud them for taking such a bold stance because mm-hmm. they knew that backlash was going to come 100%. back to them mm-hmm. because it's just not going to be my problem. Because in India, say, in the arena, what are you blaming me for? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you haven't done anything <laughs> wrong here. Yeah. This is the best way. So, and they and they, they got backlash. They they got they got like and it was um it was like at the same time you start feeling guilty for people like Beefy, you start feeling sorry for them. Mm. Like, ah, uh, I'm so putting you in this position and it is just weird, it's just twisted. But uh, I'm I'm happy, I'm thrilled and it brought attention to uh, to some to the Malcolm Ufunda brand and uh, people are listening to to the stuff uh, that they never uh, like they never did and they're like oh yeah. some yeah me not impressed but some actually like uh, really enjoy it and they're like oh this I'm, I'm glad we have like uh, discovered it uh, in your artist and at some point we were two thousand uh, monthly listeners on Spotify at mm. some point last uh, last month which is which is surreal because at most I would have like I'll be in the teens, like yeah. maybe like uh, eighteen, sixteen, you yeah, know. Yeah. So it was one. Yeah, it's it, it's it's good, it's great, and some of the things that have come from it also. Um, I've people, just people have always supported me, but now I've heard people who are like not um not just like uh words of wisdom or. It was of encouragement, or people who are like genuinely willing to like even finance the dream. You know, mm. they're like, "Hey, yo, Malcolm, you wanna make a video? Whatever, trust me, I'll, I'll like, I, I'll, I got you. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I can if you want whatever at the end of recording fees. Are there features that you want? And I'm like, oh no, this guy is expensive, and they're like, okay, Taura, if I can, you know. Mm. I will if I can't work with the but people are now like coming in with like yeah. this very very response to it and they're like we want to help you get that because we feel like it's been a, it's been long and yeah. I, I I don't mind like but I I also see the reason I don't want to let these people down now I have, people have said you have the first album in the country what do I do with this leverage I need I need to use it you know mm-hmm. I need to. My exact words in that space. Remember my exact words in that space. Yes. Exactly. And I wrote a diss track. Mm. I did. Yeah. Like a diss track produced, like recorded, fifteen minutes diss track. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you see the curator jokes about it because he knows about it. He yeah. talks about that diss track whenever I say something, and he's like, uh. What have you ever made a fifteen-minute song? You know, because it's like an 
Inside no, joke, yeah. And so I and after a while I thought, you know what this means. Mm. I would address these people amongst the people I addressed was the person I told you they they just put my business out yeah, there. Like out I thought I was streets. yeah. I was like and it was like every line is a bar, like it's mm. bar, a gossip. And then, as I said on it, I just said, is this worth it? Do I, am, am I not becoming a part of, like, the, the circus? Let me, just, let me just do something different altogether. And I love that uh, Grateful came came out last, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yesterday, last night. It, 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 I it's think hard. it's a better reflection. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a thank you. Uh, I think it's a better reflection of who I am as a person and who I aspire to be. Like, you know what? I will, instead of addressing the video, I will show love to the people who show me love. Because at the end of the day, this is our moment. Mm. It's not about the who dislikes the moment. It's about the people who enjoyed it. And that's what it became about at the end of the day. And I say, this check deleted should never see the light of death. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a whole lot of conflicting emotions and everything. But at this point... Um, oh, I told you that there's this thing I made with Chipo, right? Where yeah. he just there's this songs that we recorded. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna pull them out, nothing big. But as on what's the next big step, uh, after this, I, I am trying to utilize my momentum to mm. get uh, with uh, artists that would also help expand my profile. Mm. So if it, if it, if it, I, I have like, uh, I think ASAF was like, um, if you want to work, uh, he's down. So whenever I find like a song that I think uh, he, he can fit yeah, in, I'll can compliment. Yeah, but try to approach him and ask him if he can give me one too. Uh, I would like to work with K Flow. I, I I saw Dennis ask him could work. His version was like soon, so I don't know if that was a PR answer or even though someone you know, yeah. knows about it. But I I would like to work with K Flow. Uh, I'd like to work with with Volt. I'd like to work with Holly Hundred percent. Yeah, because Holly Tan is an MC. People always assume that just because someone has gotten big, it means they are trash. They have lost and the Holly art. Is He's a killer. Yeah, he is one of those. If we find the right chemistry or the right point. I, I'm just gonna because I'm just gonna hear out, hear him out with me. Then he, then you do it because I also understand if he dance like his profile is up there. Mm. I also understand if like the Okumita request Yaki because and and he charges a fortune and that's mm. rightfully so because he does. But that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to leverage the Litu mm. uh, foundation that, to reach out to higher players and try to bring them to the underground because I think at this point I am not just representing Malcolm no, I am now representing the other side of Zim Hip Hop that's mm. not up there exactly. so if I if I bring together if I use my connections with Jungle who is like my buddy and I put him on a song uh, with votes because I have that that kind of pool now I have that kind mm. of energy like I think that would be great. I think Jungle Malcolm votes would be raisinous. Yeah. It would be ridiculous. Yeah, you know, I, I would like to be that bridge because 
someone was saying to me, uh, an OG came up to me and they were like, as far as the type of music we make is concerned, mm. you are the most we've been represented. Mm. You know, so I, I was like, yeah, that's again, that's huge responsibility. But I, I am humbled to be in that position. And I would like it to mean something. I can't let this all go to work. So I am trying to now play the, the, game. the sort of political game, mm. balancing between uh, making an ekaya and making it ekredu. You know, yeah. I'm trying to hit sweet spot now and try to just have everyone included. In. Yeah, that's that's what's changed. Uh, it just I I had plans. I was gonna make a whole album about. Uh, depression and mental health and i'm still going to make that i mm. don't care what people think uh, we are we are music about what we feel mm. and uh i'm still make that but it's not going to be the next album the next album that i'm working on now it, but i'm just trying to have these guys uh, because whilst the momentum is still there and yeah. my name means it's something or it rings a bell to them i can work with them so that that's that's the next part that's hard that's hard that's fire. And truth be told, I am pissed off that that 15-minute track is not going to see the day of light or the light of day, however the statement goes. But that is fine. But I am hurt. The MC in me, the hip-hop fan in me, the Twitter Malcolm supporter in me, the everything in me is devastated because I knew, I know Twitter would have shut down shut down completely if that had come out yeah. it was the culture whereas the culture is about celebrating everyone that one almost became because i wrote it when i was super and um i think if you ask if you ask uh the curator like the process of making that song he'll mm. tell you how angry pissed off i was because i i at that at some point i was just casting like you know you know this person like you know like i that was it my mom was so mad and i was like really they, wh- wh- who do they think they are you know and i was yeah. trying to lie about that and that's I was like, crazy you know, that's funny because we started at five minutes and it ended up being a 15 minute long. i kept saying loop it let's yeah. go bring it up that's great and i thought yeah i might shut down like um uh, the internet. Um, I'm like shut down the internet for like I don't know a week. Yeah. But I've also shut down room for growth, room for collaboration, and mm. room for community. That's so true. Let me just let this let this die. And but obviously we'll get subliminals in in other verses here. But we'll get them obviously, obviously. I And I have a hot take. I don't know what you're gonna say, but I have a hot take that by December, mm-hmm. December seventeen, December eighteen, when we have the Zim Hip Hop Awards, 
2024, that would be a Malcolm Mufunde and an RPL song. I have a feeling. Uh, that would have happened during uh, the year. That, that is a I, feeling. I, would... <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if that's possible uh, anymore, mm-hmm. uh, especially because back then I would have said it's still possible because uh, the approach maybe he can say yes, yeah. but not because I think he, he doesn't like me, but I didn't know how deep uh, it worked, or it doesn't just respect my artistry, but I didn't know how far down it worked. But now it is almost like uh, I, I don't know. I would want to work with him. I want to work with as many people as I as I can. You know, mm. as long as I can afford them, and everything. I want to work with those guys, and I would have worked with our peers. But now, even approaching him seems like um would be like setting myself up for embarrassment nah 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 he's well, like that i don't even know him personally well, 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 but i well, think well, well, he will he will well, 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 yeah yeah i don't i don't think our is ever approaching malcolm for that that's that's out of the way that's no he will come to you won't come for the song <laughs> if, if he watches me i'll be happy to give him a verse it's yeah. our pills. yeah like I, I get connected to other different like different audience years is there are people who really really deeply support our appeals man like he has a following too so that would be great okay. if you go to YouTube uh, uh, the Tupac our appeals is, well you you same as you as well which is crazy <laughs> which is Warren Park, he was like Warren Park to the Tupac. Oh, Warren Park to the Tupac. Yeah, but he's also he also has like an abode in um in town, and sometimes he actually passes by by my crib. Not from one to farm by and everything, because we aren't tight like that. It's yeah. Just, it, the best it's ever been was like a high high kind of you know? mm. But uh yeah it's it's now it's slightly difficult it puts me in a very difficult position to approach him i would have loved to but yeah. i don't know again nah but i i'm i'm putting it i'm putting it in the air i know him he's we are all growing we're all becoming better people he might not come to you and ask for a song but i'm yeah. pretty sure he's gonna reach out and say yo it wasn't anything personal or i took it too far i apologize blah 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 then you'll be like, nah, that's calm, bro, blah, 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 blah. Then we'll have a song. I'm putting it in the air, and I'm going to chop this up, and I'm going to put this on Twitter. Of course, you know, is you have to promote things, and niggas yeah, love no, controversy. So, yeah, yeah, I'm putting it out there. Marco Mufunde, RPL's track, Cold, Bafu Bar, Ridiculousness. That's, that, that's, that's super that's super fine uh, I would love to work with our peers like he's uh, I I think in terms of uh, albums I think he and I have the largest discographies yeah. in semi yeah. like uh, so on that level alone that's like someone I would like to to just have a whole synergy with because he seems to have the the ethic mm-hmm. that I have, you see, like yeah, and everything like that. So that that's something I respect. Obviously, he's playing at a higher commercial level than I am, True. but uh, I respect I respect uh, how he's still of the album culture and not just doing singles. I respect uh, oh, that he's hip hop uh, mm-hmm. as much as we might have different ap- uh, approaches to how we 
or do things. Mm. He's, um, he's hip hop at the end of the day, and I, I'll be happy to work with Bills. I'll be happy to work with a lot of people that don't like me. <laughs> and yeah. it's, it's, it's because at the end of the day, this is hip hop. Uh, we just want, we all have the same dream. We just mm. want this to be bigger is right now, and who knows where that could come from. Fair. We'll talk. Quick one. This one is just say the name. Three artists that you're listening to that make Zim Hip Hop. Who are your top three, excluding yourself, currently active? We know the OGs, the ones that you love, the ones that you come after, and I will we'll give them. We'll give you a, a moment as well to speak about Cynic Monetzi and Bigorin Son a bit further than you did uh, on Grateful as well. But for now, give me three current artists that you vibe to and listen to that you think they're cold, that are not your friends. Not I don't want to hear Jungle Loco. I don't want to hear Indigo Saint. No, gonna, the commercial no, guy. I was going to start with Jungle. Uh, but okay. The commercial guys um, that are not your friends. You still remember how, how, how did I... You asked, you asked this in that other space. And, yes, I think uh, I did. Yeah, I don't know how I answered that, but uh, I, I, I'm going to break a rule. Firstly, I'm just going to answer, like, generally speaking, yeah. who, who do I know right now? Um, it's Jungle, it's uh, Mile. Mm. Those two guys, um, they're called... Mm-hmm. Uh, they they just so and I like what Rikas is doing, uh, and K Flow obviously. Yeah. So K-Flo I think K Flow be- yeah. becomes the first commercial. So commercially, um, I like K Flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like does bug account? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know he, he does. He does. He counts. Does Tanto count as hip hop? Yes, he does. So, uh. I think it would be K Flow, Tanto Wavy, and Bugger. I, I I also like uh, Bling Four. I, I like what Bling is doing, and I think with Bling Four now, it it speaks to my my bias. Not that his music is not mm. uh, of that caliber of quality. It's very good, yeah. but I feel like if Bling Four makes a bad song, I'll still love it yeah. because the thing. Is I like the I liked the person first, exactly. how he presents himself uh-huh. down to earth. If you're a nice person, you have won me over. Like, I will, I, I I follow your gospel, mm. and so bring all uh, to a very very personal level. Like I I, 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 I love his music because he's just, he's he's staying out of all the drama. Yeah. He's just putting out his he's he's singing what he's singing. He engages with his fans. He laughs at jokes. He's, I'm like, this is a human. Yeah, this is <laughs> so, fun. Yeah, this so, is fun. This is entertaining. I, I, so, doing. so yeah, that, it will be those guys. And um, Holy Ten is sort of persona non grata at this point. Yeah, I don't know yeah, yeah. What, everyone feels, because I'm tired of explaining, because the, the thing with me with Ten is I have a relationship with him, and I've known him since he was 13 years old. You get what I'm trying to say? Before yeah. he even believed in himself. So I've seen all him grow up and change his character and become a man and get... So when I try and explain these things to people that don't know him, 
it's brazenness. Now I seem like I'm dick riding. Now I seem like I'm on a payroll. And it just ends up looking brazenness. But I get it when someone says no, when it comes to the character and how this person is and is presenting himself. But people don't understand it, that he's so smart that to him, he doesn't look at individuals and people as individuals and people. He looks at it as the market. These are consumers. What do consumers want? Or they want this controversy. There's a verse that he said um, uh, on one of his songs. He was like, uh, uh, or whoever, or the people that we look up to, their own lives, even the language of Arkushandisa is off, but the bloggers don't even, the corporations don't even care. These are still the same people that are getting the biggest deals. You get what I'm trying to say? So he's telling you yeah. in the music that, guys, I came in this music thing. I come from a place with a mom and a dad and I have respect and I understand. But you you guys are only a madam boss. You're only Tatalisha's life for five, five hours. They're cursing out people. They're cursing out people's husbands. They're doing whatever. And then I come and I say, if this nigga or oh, this nigga did this, did that, then you guys act as if I've done something that is ridiculous. It doesn't make sense to me. And you guys love these things. When I say these things, I go off, I start trending, I, I sell records. So why am I going to stop doing these things and these things benefit me? But is this who I am on a personal level? I might not be that guy, but it's hard to explain yeah. it and to, 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 to get it on a, on a, on a to, to, to actually explain it fully so that people can understand it even from the simplest place. But it is what it is. But the music is good, which is fine. If the music is just that's good, that's what you are bringing to the table and you're a musician, you're a rapper. Just give us the good music. Everything else comes after that. Yeah. And there was a conversation about could could he be... Is he the best Zim Hip Hop superstar? 100%. He is. These are my words. Big dog here. Denzel, landlord. The, the, the lover of the culture. Zim Hip Hop. Holy Ten is the first superstar, mega Zim Hip Hop star that the culture has ever yeah. produced. No one has reached because those levels. I, I wasn't around for uh, the Stanner X skill. Yeah. Well, I was around, but I, w- I wasn't aware of what was going on around me. Mm. I remember them being big girls, but for some reason, Holy Ten feels like something different. Like we have never yeah. done one of these yeah, 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 like is the peak, is the pinnacle, is yeah. the pinnacle that we've had so far, and yeah. this is a kid. He's twenty five years old. People keep forgetting all these things. Number one is twenty five years old. He popped off when he was twenty one, three years ago, or whatever, twenty two. And niggas don't understand this. That this is actually it. His brain is not full. Your brain is fully developed at twenty five. You are getting into all these things. And he's not the type of person he was he used to keep to himself. He's not the type of person that used to get that much attention. He was not that much into sports. He was not that much because we went to the same high school. He was in academics. He was above average, but he wasn't exceptional. So it wasn't the issue of like people know him. So he just kept to himself. So in a space of three years, you have more than one million people that like you, that love you, that whatever it will get to your head and to be able to maneuver and to operate is crazy. And you even say to that with the fraction that you've received so far, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I think uh, I think it just speaks to 
uh, treat people kindly because, like, I I can imagine people coming at him or like they come at him. I don't yeah. even think I would have to come that. I don't it's know really, how they're that. It's crazy. And for me, I hate when people do that. I hate it. If you hate the rapper, talk about the rapper. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, the fact that he has stayed strong and he has managed to be this, to stay at this level, even after all that, that's just amazing. I don't think, I I, I think out under 3,000. At the peak of it, I would be like, yeah, that's enough. I don't want to treat anymore. Yeah, really. You know, so, uh, yeah, pull it, pull it in diamond and just be like, cool guy. So, I, I, I really, I really respect him uh, on, on that level. Like, he is, he has done what we all failed to do. Mm. Like, what no one ever, like, got successful at. So, yeah. much respect to him. And people need to respect his pen and he's a rapper He's hard. And I, he said he's going to, of course, I'm going to figure out or hear some of the Risky Life too. I haven't heard anything yet. Of course, I'll be sneaking in and this, that, and the third. But I think he's getting back his pen now. He's actually trying to rap and show niggas that, guys, don't get confused because I can write pressure because people like my voice and I know what laid. Because he mastered the art to make a hit. The art to make a hit in Zimbabwe is make a song that a 35-year-old uh, woman going up likes. These women, they have the influence of the little girl. So if you make a song that Madam Boss, Mighty, Tita Delicious, or Linda likes, you have gotten all the women in their age group and you have gotten all the girls younger than them because all these younger girls, they look at, and Pokelo, they look up to these people and Hilary Makaya. You get what I'm trying to say? So he knows that. So he just identifies, oh, what type of songs do these people like? Okay, cool. Then he, one controversial line, he uses his voice, and boom, it's a hit. When he's making songs like My Jew, and he's making songs like Pressure, it doesn't even take him two hours. It actually takes him time when he's making Ghetto Redu, when he's making uh, real hip-hop stuff, when he's making even the latest song when he was, when, when he was going crazy. And picking people out and doing this, that, and the that. That's when he actually tries to write and actually locks in. When he makes those hits, the My Jews, the Pressures, the Kumbagunevano, he doesn't even need to put much effort because he just knows the recipe of what the market wants. And he does that, he just repeats that over and over again. He has the, he has the template. He is, he is Drake. Yeah, like, he is. <clears throat> I can rap rap, yeah. but I, I, I can get, why would, why do I have to, unnecessarily, if I can just win by going like very little effort, exactly. so I, I get it. So, but the culture is in good hands and I'm happy, bro. I'm happy. And the other thing, are we seeing a video, are you appearing on a video, are we going to see your face feeling yourself looking like a rapper? In 2024, uh, I, I don't know uh, about like uh, the aesthetics of it, but I am definitely going to put out a video this year, if not multiple. Uh, I have been talking to Blue Mordecai, 99 Orange, and like the best, the best, the best videographer in the country. Yeah, yeah, and I work with him on a 
learn from Kubasa. Okay. So he's been me for a while now. Like, Marco, yeah, trust me, I got this. Let's just do a video. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know. So I'm just going to talk to to him, to Gladys and the team, and just hear uh, how we can uh, try to make Malcolm come out okay. <laughs> like, overcome his fears. So that's going to happen this and this year. And I, I'm so excited about like uh, the uh, the next big album, and if it all uh, if it all really comes comes well together, mm-hmm. like how I how I've envisioned it and everything. Trust me, uh, this could probably be the first commercial Zim hip hop album. Let's go. Like, I, Let's go. That's why I, I like I like when you talk like this. I don't like when you downplay yourself <laughs> when you're trying to be humble. Yeah, I, I like I, when you speak I, like a rapper. Let's go. I've, t- I've tried to stay away from that attitude where yeah. I, I, I like downplay myself and I, I, I need to stay away from that. I have manifested so many bad things into existence. So if I have that power, why not use it to manifest the good? Mm-hmm. You know, so, uh, I have um, I've been writing the music and yeah. just from writing and I'm thinking wow and I, I think every song so far feels like it's, it could stand on its own as a single mm-hmm. like it could have a feed it would do well if yeah. it, it got the right push and it hit the right timing and all the factors went into it also well like that and, and I, I'm writing a whole album of that music and, mm. I, and I feel like honestly if I manage to make this uh, put this on a commercial level mm. if it ma- if it manages to just cross over yeah. I don't think that something like this go commercial ever and I wanna I have this ego that I want to put so I want cool. it to get there because I don't think we've heard a commercial album mm-hmm. be lyrical be a lyrical be have these bars mm-hmm. have this well uh i think i think we came close with uh the feeling ain't uh the feeling ain't fair yeah the feeling ain't fair uh, the best album the best album to ever come out of the teapot country ever we, we did yeah so we did that with the Fatima streets cool. didn't cross over it didn't it's it's the it, the it, bible it almost got and if it had it would have been the best yeah. so so far the feeling ain't fair is is the is the man to beat you know and, mm. I, and I just wanna that's the I just wanna I just wanna cross over there and obviously I know I can't do it alone so I need that system around me yeah. I need people who understand videos I need people who understand marketing I need people who understand the music and who understand the vision more importantly mm. and uh I, I think I will get there. So right now I'm still like what I'm doing. I'm I'm getting beats. I'm writing. Um, I'm that's that's still the process right now. Yeah. But uh, as soon as I start identifying the missing parts and connecting the dots, like well, we need Ningi on this one. We need this person on this one. And I start getting all those other players. I think we we are working on something massive. Let's go. You first heard it here. Let's go. Let's and. Chipo, I know you're going to listen to this. I know you're going to listen to this. 
allow him to have three, four vixens on there. Why not? Why not? He's a rapper for crying out loud. He's a rapper for crying out loud. For Christ's sake, let him have four or five video vixens just around him. He's feeling himself. 